Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Yeah, let that music play. Let it breathe on a Monday. Little Jay-Z. What's up, Bill Ryder with you. Happy Monday. Thanks for hanging. Let's talk some football. NFL in college with Brian McFadden. CBS Sports HQ football analyst, co-host of the All Things Covered podcast. It is really Really good two-time Super Bowl champion on Twitter at BMAC underscore Sports Talk. BMAC, what's up, buddy? What's happening, Bill? How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Great weekend in the NFL. Let, let me ask you, what, Eagles-Dolphins, bigger takeaway, the Eagles winning that game for you or the, or the Dolphins losing that game? Uh, bigger takeaway, Philly winning. And the reason why I say that's the biggest takeaway for me is because Philly needed to win that ball game. They were playing at home, most importantly. We know that's a huge advantage, especially on a national stage, Sunday night football. And the Miami Dolphins, Bill, they were shorthanded on both sides of the football, especially on the defensive side. You know, they're missing their two starting corners. You know, Xavier Howard, who has been playing uh, pretty much Every game didn't participate. And of course, Jalen Ramsey wasn't in uniform. He hasn't been in uniform all year, but he wasn't there. So, you know, not having Jalen has been something they've been dealing with the entire season because of his uh, training camp injury. But not having Xavier Howard, that's a huge, huge blow. So you're talking about having your your second and your third-tier corners in the game for four quarters playing against high-level wide receiver play from the Philadelphia Eagles. So you felt like there would be some issues for the secondary play uh, for the Miami Dolphins. And then, of course, offensively, right, right on the offensive line, dealing with injuries, you know what I mean? And that really surfaced throughout the entirety of the ball game because they could not run the football. So when you factor all of that into the equation, based on your question, I felt like the, the, the biggest thing for me, my biggest takeaway was Philadelphia winning this ball game because Philly at home with all the injuries, it was, it was important for them to win this ball game. BMAC, obviously Philly is 6-1. and one. They got the win, as you noted. They're, they're playing really well. Jalen Hurts had a really good game, but he has turned the football over a lot this year. He's got eight picks, doesn't include the fumble last night. He had two turnovers in, in, in total. Is there any, for you, level of concern, if you're Philadelphia, about his play, about those turnovers, in terms of the expectations they have, having made the Super Bowl last year, to try and get back there and actually win that game if they can do it? Yeah, there is a small level of concern for me because he was the total opposite a year ago, you know, throughout that MVP-like run he had before that injury, you know, took place. This has become a reoccurring theme for him so far in 2023, 
has been turnovers, fumbles or interceptions, not seeing the football field well, whatever the case may be. But this has become a bad habit that has followed his game so far this season. But because of how well-rounded their team is, they've been able to overcome those mistakes and still win ball games, like we saw last night. But you don't want that to follow you going into postseason play because we all know this team will get into the playoffs barring anything drastic happening. They will get into the playoffs. But you don't want to have these same miscues, same mistakes, surfacing with Jalen Hurts in the playoffs when you're playing against good on good because then it becomes more difficult to over- overcome those mistakes and still win ball games. Brian McFadden on the show. BMAC, what are the odds for you that Deshaun Watson reclaims that level of play that got him that contract in the first place? Uh, not, not, not high. Not high for me, Bill. We haven't really seen anything to warrant to, to feel like he can get back to being that Deshaun Watson that we saw in Houston, right? We haven't really seen that. Number one, the offense that he's a part of in Cleveland is, total, is totally different. You know what I mean? It's more about run, 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 pass, pass. Use the run to set the pass, especially this year with their defense playing such uh, uh, putting up dominant performances. You want to run the football and allow the run to set up the pass. So the opportunities, the lack thereof, is going to be something that will hamper him in putting up those video game-like numbers he used to put up in Houston. And, and, and then lastly for me, I just feel like the rhythm is still off. You know, I think that year and a half of sitting away from the game kind of re- it hurt him because we haven't really seen that rhythm, that, that chemistry that he was oftentimes putting on display in a Houston Texans uniform. And then also, too, he's, he's dealing with injuries. You know what I mean? He's dealing with that shoulder injury. He got hurt yesterday. You know, it's hard to get healthy during the season. Correct me if I'm wrong, I think the, the Browns already had their bye week. So for the rest of the season, throughout the rest of the way, they're going to be preparing for, for a ball game every week. So it's hard for him to kind of get healthy when your bye week is already gone and every week it's a battle. BMAC, the executive producer of this show, uh, Tom DeCelestino, who, who goes by the, the moniker Pretty Daddy, keeps bringing up his belief, his heartfelt belief, I don't know why, that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are 100% in, in deep, true love. Do you care enough to buy that they're in love? Do you, do you care about their relationship status? Are you, are you riveted by the Taylor Swift moments when they cut to her during Chiefs games? <laughs> I really don't care as much okay. as a lot of people care, uh, but it is a good story. Um, I actually think it's a real thing as well, so I'm right there with him. I think this is a real thing. Now, how long will it last? We don't know, but I tell you this much, pressure is on both individuals to make sure this thing lasts because if it fails, it will be a big topic. And secondly, if any drop-off happens with his game based on their relationship failing, it's going to be a bigger story as well. And, you know, we did a stat uh, on CBS yesterday, CBS HQ, when she has attended his ball games, his numbers has increased. Yards per game, receiving yards, catches. I mean, he's really balling when his boo is in the stadium cheering him <laughs> on. So I think it's important for his boo to try to attend as many games as possible because the numbers tell all of us when she's in the building, Kelsey balls out. I mean, I would ball out for Taylor Swift, too, to be, to be fair. Uh, BMAC, Bob Brian McFadden here on the show. <laughs> I don't want to overreact too much to, to single games here or there, but it feels like there's a pattern of underperforming play for the Chargers and, and for Justin Herbert. And in fairness to yesterday's game, Mahomes and Kelsey, Brian, were, were I mean, they were incredible. But is there a point now where you start to look at either Justin Herbert as not as talented or not as capable of his, as his talent suggests and or – Brandon Staley being a problem because LA has had all of these expectations and to date they have not made good on them. I'll answer the, I'll answer the latter first. 
Brandon Staley is a problem. He is a problem. He's been a problem his entire tenure with the Chargers. In my opinion, my personal opinion, Brandon Staley has been a problem. Number, the reason why I say that, the lack of preparation, oftentimes his team seems to be unprepared. And when that is a consistency, that's on coaching, right? At some point in time, as a coach, you're a leader of men. It's your job to get your guys ready, prepared, and fired up to go. And this this team never lacks talent. And for such a long time, the thing that we've been giving them the excuse with is that, well, injuries, injuries. Yes, I understand Mike Williams is now out, but yet still, that's still no reason for you to only have two wins. And then just the critical situational moments that he has displayed, going forward on fourth downs, in bad spots on the football field, it's like he's playing video games. Like, at some point in time, at some point in time, you got to put analytics to the side and put Madden to the side and coach the game, make decisions based on the flow of the game in a real, like, vibe, in a real mindset. He doesn't do that. So now for this team to be a playoff-caliber team based on the talent, the personnel, for them to have two wins, and I don't see it changing anytime soon, it's, 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 it's been disappointing, and enough is enough. Then transitioning to Justin Herbert, before yesterday's matchup, I think – don't quote me on this. I think he came into that game against the Chiefs, played in 54 ball games, overall win loss record 27 and 27. That's unacceptable for a guy of his stature with the talent that we have praised him for. Right, the skill set, the attributes, being 27 and 27, 500 in 54 games is unacceptable. Now, like I said, if that if that stat is accurate, he's now 27 and 28. He's below 500. The other quarterbacks in that draft that have played significant football, they're well above 500. Well above. Joe Burrow, Tua Tungavailoa, Jalen Hurts. Well above 500. The, the jury's still out on Joe Love, but clearly, you know, he's not in that neighborhood. But the other guy's well above 500. So what is hampering him from winning ball games? And people say, well, it's the defense. He's always been around a bad defense and all, it's all these excuses. Look at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has never had a, 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 a consistent offensive line, and he still finds ways to win. So good quarterbacks, elite-like quarterbacks, they find ways to win ball games, even when their back is against the wall. And for some reason, Justin Herbert has not been able to do that. And I ask you this question, uh, uh, Bill. Let me be the interviewee right now, interviewer. Do it. Hit me. Right? Out of all those quarterbacks that I just mentioned in that draft, who's the most talented? Well, I think Justin Herbert might be the most talented. Thank you. I think the consensus would say that. You're talking talent, he, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, we're just talking about pure talent, right? Yeah. Pure Not talent. Mental. Out yep. of Joe Burrow, Tua, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. Who would you say is the most talented? It's Herbert. It may, I, like, I think people today would say Burrow, but nobody would have said that back in the day. I think what, what Burrow has, the guy has like a mental fortitude that obviously has come to bear. The question becomes, and I'll, I'll throw up, we'll play a little uh, interview, e-interviewer uh, tennis here, table tennis. How much of that is just that Herbert has a coach who doesn't know what he's doing and is, is regressing his quarterback because of Staley's presence? I mean, that could be an issue, but at some point in time, that song is going to get extremely old. Yeah, you're right. Because if Brandon Staley is fired, Justin Herbert, if he if he gets fired at some point in time this year or next year, Justin Herbert will be on his third head coach. Right? The thing about that, 
you talk about a potential franchise quarterback, the more and the more talented quarterbacks in his in, of his group being in, on being on his third head coach. Wow! Somebody I, asked me, B Mac, if he was the new Kirk Cousins. I'm not as nice to Kirk Cousins, if memory serves, as you are. There is something to be said about yeah, like at that point, it becomes on Herbert, 100. percent And 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 right now, you can't even say is he the new Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins win ball games. He has won ball games. He's it a might not, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Dear Cousins God. might not do it in a way that you want to praise him, but Kirk Cousins have he has won ball games. Justin Herbert has not. He's like I said. He's if, if we got to do that stat check, but going into yesterday's matchup, I think it was twenty four of twenty four. Yeah, he's purely mediocre, and that's unacceptable for a guy who we all consider to be one of the more talented quarterbacks in the National Football League. If you had to rank your top five most talented guys, measurables, athleticism, arm strength just natural throw of the football, I think the consensus would have Justin Herbert in that top five when, just, when you're just talking about talent. All right, let me keep it in L.A. With, with disappointing, talented situations. It's only year two for Lincoln Riley, but USC always has talented football players, and obviously they are talented at the quarterback position. What grade would you give Lincoln Riley over his tenure so far? I know it's early at USC. Well, in two years, Yet last year, year one in a new situation, you know, playing, coaching new guys, new staff and everything like that, I wasn't disappointing, disappointed in how it ended. You know what I mean? Now, losing that bowl game definitely surprised me in the fashion in which they lost. But didn't get to the playoffs. I felt like, you know what, I didn't expect for them to get to the playoffs. New coach, new situation takes time to, to get acclimated. So I felt like this would be the year. But I was wrong. So the grade I would give Lincoln Riley is solely about this year right here, and I'll say it's a D. I'll say it's a D. And the reason why is because the other teams in the Pac-12, when you talk about Oregon, Washington, Washington State, Utah, um, those teams I believe more in than I do in USC. And the thing about USC, they have the best quarterback in the land, even though the last two weeks he hasn't really looked like that. You know what I mean? But coming into this year, Caleb Williams was the, the, the anointed one, the, the great one, and he had outstanding players surrounding him. Now, their defense has been bad. I don't know what it is about Lincoln Riley and his loyalty to Coach Grinch, but, boy, boy, that, that, that has been a, a, a reoccurring thing with – Alex Grinch-led defenses, right? Can't stop anybody. But right now what we're seeing from USC, and I don't see it changing anytime soon. It's about to really – the train is really about to get off the tracks in a minute. That's why I think that it's, it's, it's a D. Playoff hopes down the drain. Don't have a shot in competing for a Pac-12 championship. And who knows, they might have another loss or two on their schedule before it's all said and done. Uh, Bryant McFadden is a super talented dude, two-time Super Bowl champion. Watch him, CBS Sports HQ. Listen to the All Things Covered podcast. Follow him on Twitter at BMAC underscore hey, sports talk. Good stuff, dude. Bill, before I let you go, yeah. what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Oh, man. Can I go old school? <laughs> I, like, I like the car. Dude, I like her music. Like The entire Cardigan album I'll just listen to on repeat when I'm in a mellow mood. But I, I'm bad blood kind of old school. Maybe it's the video. I don't know. But probably bad blood. 
How about okay. you? You okay. hit me back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to give me one now. I, 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 I guess I'll go shake it off. Oh, shake it off's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she's... I've been one over. Whatever. She's talented. I mean, she is a talented musician. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah, well, we're going to see how much talent she has now because she better keep this relationship together because if it <laughs> fails, Chiefs fans going to feel some type of way, especially if they get on a losing streak. Yeah, you and Pretty Daddy can like lean into love all you want. I think it's a, I think it's a relationship of uh, affection and convenience. But whatever, I'm a, I'm a Grinch. We got a coordinator as a Grinch. I'm a Grinch when it comes to love. I'm not buying it. Although I think I might be wrong because they do look pretty happy together. Although I'm not no sure Mrs. Mahomes is is quite the best. You know, I'm not sure she's a bestie yet, even though she's trying the handshake. Man, that's trying, people trying stuff. hard, right? <laughs> she's trying so hard. I've been there. I've been around cool people like trying too hard. I know what it looks like. It's no embarrassing. Question. B-Mac, thank you, buddy. Good stuff, dude. All right, thank you. Yes, sir. All right, pal. Brian McFadden on the show. Tom looks so mad. Pretty Daddy looks so mad when I asked the question. You put your hands on your head. You glared at me. And then you then you, you are just an emotional guy. It's all buried. Then you put your, your hands up in celebration. He's with me. It's real, man. Just embrace it. It's fine. Why do you get mad when I tell the guests the very things you say on the radio? Because I know it's you're, you're trying to paint it in a certain light. No, I paint. I'm I am accurately describing your worldview on things, including your oft stated belief that you think Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are in love, which is you know, which is sweet, bro. Maybe Bryant McFadden believes in holding parking spots for people too. When they break up, when they break up. We are going to spend an entire week. I'm going to come up with the music, and every rejoin song is going to be the sappiest love music to see if you can make it through the shows. You know, you're saying a lot about yourself that you're rooting for this when they break up. I'm not rooting. Hey, I don't root for the sun to set. I'm not rooting for the darkness, but it's inevitable. You don't love love. It's fine. It's fine. You don't love love. It does have a ring to it. Uh, Buy or sell. We have a robust edition. Uh, Some MLB playoffs, one of those series at Game 7, and an NFL quandary you're going to help us figure out next year on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's Bill Ryder, and he's always right. You want me to say I was wrong when I was right? In your case, I don't think that's going to apply as often. (laughs) (laughs) I just want you to be open to it. I don't win much, so I feel like I really have to celebrate those victories. Buddy, we've been working together for two years. There aren't that many victories. It's not worth it. It's Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. See, see, the thing about a rejoin, the mystery of a rejoin, it's the psychological insight into the person who plays them. That person is pretty daddy. A lot of the rejoins today about Tom. Tom, you okay? 
You feeling a little, a little vulnerable? I might use rule self, so I don't know if that means I'm doing good or bad. How was your weekend? Pretty relaxing, actually. A lot of football, a lot of college football, obviously NFL yesterday. We got to relax for the first time in a while. Did you take the little dude anywhere? We went to the park uh, on Saturday morning just because, you know, the weekend weather on, here in the Northeast hasn't been amazing lately. So we got to the park for about an hour Saturday morning. Love that. Love that. And we, Henry had a couple soccer games, so all soccer and watching a whole bunch of sports. Would you like to hear about the weather in L.A.? No, no, because I think I could yeah. guess. Yep. Perfect. Perfection. Uh, let's, let's, let's just do by ourselves as friends. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill, the Browns beat the Colts in a wild one yesterday, 39-38, to but Cleveland quarterback Deshaun Watson didn't see any action after the first quarter after he hit his head hard on the turf. Now, he was evaluated for a concussion, and he was cleared to return, but Cleveland head coach Kevin Stefanski said it was his call not to let Watson back in the game and to go with backup P.J. Walker the rest of the way. Watson was making his first start yesterday since September 24th, nearly a month, because of a shoulder injury. My question to Bill, buy or sell the Browns have looked better without Watson this season. I love how you telegraph your opinions. I love how you telegraph your opinions. Merely stating facts and putting words around them. What a bonkers game. And that is before, as you noted, you, you point out, that the Browns, that Stefanski, chose to go with a guy named P.J. Walker over a dude who's guaranteed a record amount of money. I, I Look, I think, I think Watson has trended better at times, but if you take the totality of the season, including early in the year, and you take, yeah, buy, I'll buy. But barely, buy. I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think it's one of these things where if you have P.J. Walker or anyone else for the medium or, or long term, be the guy it's going to work. I think it works with Deshaun Watson playing at the level they paid for, or it doesn't work in the long run. A bizarre game from the standpoint of Cleveland's stout defense struggled against Gardner Minshew, but my goodness, Miles Garrett, have yourself a day. Sacks, force, fumble. the backups, dude. Yeah, yeah, Miles Garrett's a stud. Blocking, like, oh my goodness, he was a stud. Colts should have won that game. Colts should have won that game. A couple different times. Yeah. Really glad I bet, if I remember right, on the Browns to cover. That was awesome. I did bet on the Steelers, by the way. You gave me a lot of grief for that one. Who, me? I would never do I something have, like that. Whatever. I didn't have a good weekend, so I'm not, I'm not going to brag about being lucky. All right, Bill. Lucky and dumb. Speaking of not having a good yeah. weekend, it was an ugly one yesterday in Denver. The Broncos beat the Packers 19-17. to Green Bay quarterback Jordan Love threw for 180 yards, two touchdowns, but he did have an interception. Over the last five weeks, Love has four touchdowns, seven interceptions, and a quarterback rating of under 65 compared to the first two weeks of the year when Love had six touchdowns, no interceptions, and a QB rating of nearly 120. Buy or sell your concerned about Jordan Love. I thought he looked poor yesterday, so, so it's, it's a buy. Buy. But my primary thought when I think about the diminishing level of confidence in Jordan Love is my even more rapidly, my even more diminishing level of confidence in Matt LaFleur. I I mean, that is the guy who's supposed to put this dude in a position to be successful. 
He was supposed to be an offensive guru. He was supposed to have had all of these years to work with Jordan Love while Aaron Rodgers was still the guy. Yeah, I worry about Jordan Love. I also worry about the head coach knowing what he's doing. Like, I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers guy, and that has been very clear if you've listened to me even a little bit here on the show. I just don't like him very much. But it doesn't change the fact that he's a massive talent, and as we talk about all the time, Tom, incredible talents can obscure incompetence, and the level of glow that comes from all-time greats, the shine that comes off them, often gets cast on people who don't deserve it. I still think that might apply. I think it does apply to Bill Belichick. It applies to a lot of people in a lot of sports. And it applies in Green Bay. It was true with Brett Favre. It was true with Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. How is this guy any different? How is he even better than Mike McCarthy? Jordan Love looks unprepared against a bad, and that's a bad Broncos team. The Packers losing that game, Jordan Love looking that way against a pretty good football team is a problem. Against a Broncos team that has been awful and has been wildly inconsistent and or poor defensively, it's a huge problem. All right, Bill, let's get to some college football here. Now, after Dabo Sweeney said on his weekly radio show last week that maybe Clemson needs to lose a few more games to get some bandwagon fans stop (laughs) cheering for Clemson, well, that's exactly what Clemson did on Saturday. The Tigers lost to Miami in double overtime, 28-20. Clemson is now 4-3 this season and built their 7-6 over their last 13 games total. Buy or sell Dabo Sweeney can get Clemson back to being a powerhouse. Ooh, you're hitting me with some tough ones on a Monday. It's Monday, you know, right? Four and three this year. Sell. 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 Here is my concern. And this has been expressed by people in the media. We've talked about it. And it's been a long time. It's been a long time since I covered college football in any meaningful way. But I still know some of those guys, right? And reach out a little bit. Some of the folks in that world. A little bit. In terms of reaching out. It's a pretty common theme that that people are just worried that Dabo is not able or willing to adjust or change. And we've talked a lot about the transfer portal and his, his sort of unwillingness to engage in it. But another point that has come up recently that I think is interesting is that Dabo also hates his player empowerment movement. But it's here. And if you say that, it is going to make players less likely to want to play for you. Yeah, I... I I'm a little worried the game is passing by. Well, I'll ask you, buyer, just real quick, buy or sell, you think that he can get Clemson back to being a powerhouse? I mean, can is a tough word. But if it's will, I'm probably selling. I am selling. Buy. I don't know, bro. Now, I'm not confident it's going to be within the next two or three years, but I think... I think for me, it's just find that quarterback. Find that quarterback. They're going to give him time. Who are they going to do better than Dabble? They're not going to fire him, and they shouldn't. He's earned two or three years, but every year it doesn't work. I think it becomes less likely he gets the players he needs. The other thing is, and I, I know we got, I know we're, we're going to run out of time here and get to no context, but the other thing is that college football is actually getting more difficult, right? Deion Sanders is going to raise the level of that particular program. I mean, just go down the list. Every time a Clemson slips down, it's not as if they slip down in a vacuum and they climb right back up. When you slip down as Clemson for now a couple years in a row, you're going to have four or five teams that have an advantage of you in terms of success, of being in sort of the recency bias in a positive way, recruiting, media attention, positivity. Every single run of games, three or four games, where they don't play well, sets them back dramatically as opposed to some of these other programs that are, that are moving in the right direction. 
All right, Bill. Now, last hour you mentioned that Penn State turned into Iowa this weekend in terms of their offensive struggles. Well, good news. Iowa on, was also Iowa this weekend. Yep. They fell to Minnesota 12-10. to 12, that doesn't even feel like a football score. <laughs> but, Bill, Iowa thought they were on their way to a win after they returned a punt for a touchdown with a minute 20 to go in the game to make it 18-10. to but after a review by the refs, they ruled that the Iowa returner signaled for a fair catch and the touchdown did not count. Now, there's been a hot-button topic whether he waved his arm for a fair catch or not. My question to buy or sell the refs got it right with the fair catch call. I've watched it 15 or 20 times. I'm biased to sell. They got it wrong. Come on, sell. man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And buy or sell, you think they make that call if it's Alabama? Sell. Buy or sell, you think they make that call if it's Michigan against anyone other than Ohio State? Sell. Yeah, that's, it's a garbage call. It's a garbage call. I don't think you can make that call. And I'm, I'm going to sound weird when I say that you can't make that call in that spot. I know it sounds where you're going to make your call that call in the first quarter, the second quarter. Yeah, maybe, maybe. He never slows down. The defense never slows down. Nobody thought it was a, it was ridiculous. By the way, this is a sort of you um you used to just be like a dog with a bone with these scripts. You would like you would write in your little asides. So any aside you had was you just you have you have um ad lib like three times. Just buy you. I don't remember what you said. I meant to write it down, but you threw a little aside in there, and I looked at the script, and I go, that's not in the script. Usually they're jabs to you when they just, you know, they just they pop are into my head. No, it hit me. It was right in the, in the, uh, right in the ribs. Thank you. <laughs> Bill, let's stay in college football here. Now, Texas held on to beat Houston on Saturday, 31-24, to a little too close for comfort. But perhaps more importantly, Bill, Longhorns quarterback Quinn Ewers has an AC joint sprain in his throwing shoulder, and yours is expected to miss some time. How much time, we don't know yet. Texas's last five games of the regular season are against BYU, Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State, and Texas Tech. Buy or sell Texas can sustain yours' injury as long as it's not season-ending. I, I don't know how to answer that. It's Malik Murphy, right? That's who's going to step in? Probably. Probably. Think. And it's thought not to be season-ending. They're hoping for a game or two. How long? Exactly. Right, that's the question. I will tentatively buy. Buy. The thing is, you just don't know until you see a backup quarterback play an entire game. I think there's an adrenaline reality sometimes when you come in in the middle of a game. 
Also, the other team hasn't prepped for you, right? In terms of like what they've done on tape is different. I will know next week. I mean, we we talked about that when Aaron Rodgers went down and Zach Wilson came. Yeah. I mean, the Jets won that yeah. game and they beat Buffalo. They probably had no business winning that game without Rodgers. Although it's funny you say that. Yes, I, and I've said that I agree. But Buffalo is, I wrote soft, I texted you, you wrote soft to Charmin. And the Jets are a lot of things, but they're not soft. I'm not sure they're very good, obviously offensively, but they're not soft. So I want, yeah. But are, buy or sell, there's at least a 10% chance the Jets will finish with a better record than the Bills. So 10%. 10%? No, I can't get there. I can't get there. I'll buy it. Really? I'll buy, buy. it. Ten percent. I think Zach Wilson's going to fall apart. He's looked you, he's looked better the last two or three weeks. I think he's going to fall apart. You, you, you split this into we we run the uh, what is it called the hydrogen cauldron particle accelerator <laughs> divider and, and we we split into ten alternate universes. They don't. I think at least one of those they have a better record. I don't see it. I'm wrong about a lot of things, so I, I very well might be wrong. I don't I don't see how Buffalo finishes with the worst record. It's me more being much higher on the Jets' potential for that defense just to carry them. All right, Bill, let's stay in college football, but this last question here has nothing to do I feel with— feel like Brandon Tierney. Nothing to do with football itself. <laughs> Michigan yeah. State has issued an apology Saturday night after an image of Adolf Hitler oh, was God, displayed yeah. on the video board before the Spartans' home game against Michigan. Now, the image appeared as part of a trivia question about Hitler's birthplace. Michigan State later issued another statement— on the video board saying the school uses a third party for the content and will no longer be using that company. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell, there's any reasonable excuse for this ever happening? Sell. There's no... Sell. It is... Honestly, dude, like, it sounds like a ridiculous plot line from some HBO show that would be... I wouldn't believe. Like, this... In, I don't care if you contract it out. I don't care if you blame it on someone within or without your athletic department. It is so unacceptable. It is so ridiculous. It is so wrong. It is so offensive. I am baffled that anybody could under, not understand why that is a major problem and a fireable offense. All right, Bill, let's talk some hoops here. After all, the NBA season gets going tomorrow. James Harden missed the 76ers Final preseason game on Friday after he skipped multiple practices last week. And, Bill, he still isn't there as of right now as we speak as the 76ers are practicing. My question to you, buy or sell James Harden will play in Philly's season opener on Thursday. Oh, man. I can tell you they're not very confident. I will. It is much. I'll sell. Sell. Look, you made a point earlier. It's a good one. Technically, theoretically, possibly, minusculely, but possibly, there's a real personal emergency with James Harden. I will say what everyone is thinking. I don't believe that's the case. And if I'm wrong, then not, I don't think shame on me. I think shame on the person who cried wolf. You can't. He has, James Harden, clearly, clearly shown his contempt for Daryl Morey. It has been reported widely that, and I've you know, like confirmed this, but I have, but whatever, like everyone's confirmed it. That the expectation is he is going to try to make things so miserable, so uncomfortable, that Daryl Morey, who runs basketball ops for the Sixers, will just move on from him. This, I think, is part of that strategy. And I think it's certainly reasonable just to assume that's the case based on what, and by the way, not just what's been reported, what Harden himself has said. 
I don't think he's going to play. I think he plans not to play. And I think Daryl Morey is very likely, and, and should absolutely, stare him down and not swerve in this stupid game of chicken. Buy or sell every time somebody brings up chicken, like where two cars drive each other, you think of Grease Lightning the movie. Or Grease. Sell. I do. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Are you serious? Yeah. Have you seen Grease? Yeah, a long time ago. Where, like, like there's a, I don't know who it is, but, like, <laughs> it's not John Travolta. It's the other guy. It's his buddy, and they're, they're driving toward the, the, the opposite gang or whatever, and then one of them swore. I don't know. They play chicken. That's, I think of it every time. No, not me. All right. Not me. Bill, let's get to some long Buy or sell, here. you had Grease and Grease Lightning on your on your Rider Than You bingo card. Sell. Yeah. The Texas Rangers have forced Game You look so pained. You didn't want to talk more about Grease? I haven't seen it in, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Long great ball. film. Long ball. The Texas Rangers <laughs> have forced Game 7 in the ALCS, winning last night 9-2 in Houston to keep their season alive. Max Scherzer is the starter the probable starter for the Rangers tonight was only made one start in these playoffs. It was back in game three against these Astros. The Rangers lost that game and Scherzer got shelled. Buy or sell the Rangers reaching the World Series tonight. Look, it's like Danny Zuko always said. Men are rats. <laughs> Listen to me. Oh, well, no, I got the wrong person. I couldn't Google a line quickly enough to get a good one. I wasn't listening to anything you said. I was Googling Greece to just needle you. No, I listened. Um... They're not winning. Max Scherzer's going to crumble. I'm going to buy that they make the World Series tonight. Buy. Because. You're still mad at me about parking spots. Let's be honest. I am, actually. Max Scherzer went to the University of Missouri. (laughs) M-I-Z-Z-O-U. Okay? You stick with your guys, Tom. It's a thing called loyalty. I know you don't know how to spell it or what it is. I know you're allergic to it. Loyalty, Tommy. No comment as I move over to the National League, Bill. The Phillies lead the Diamondbacks three games to two with a chance to close them out tonight at home. Philadelphia is 6-0 and thus far in these playoffs in their building. Buy or sell the NLCS going back to Arizona for Game 7. Sell. Sell. Buy or sell, you are now singing Grease Lightning in your head. Sell. Oh, it's an earworm. What is wrong with you, man? Not that good of a movie. That is a terribly stupid take. Worse than although, saving parking spots? Although, what's up, stud? Is the worst, like, <laughs> climb, it's the climactic line. It's so bad. Buy or sell you like John Travolta? Buy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big Travolta guy. Kind of overrated, I think. I'm trying to think of what I think his best role is. I mean, Pulp Fiction, I think, is his yeah. best. He was in that terrible... Nick Cage movie where they trade faces? Face off, yeah. But how do their body their body types aren't the same? How do I they don't know. it's a Nicolas Cage movie, man. It did make it so good though. Nicolas Cage, if you did a power rankings of the of the greatest terrible movies of all time, Nicolas Cage is in seven <laughs> of them. I mean seven of them. I liked Gone in 60 Seconds. It's it would it's the number one on that power. It's such a bad movie. The National Treasure movies? Again, on the list, on the power rankings list, Nick Cage is a national treasure who's also embarrassing. He's a national treasure. He shouldn't be, but he is. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. We're going to talk Monday Night Football and how it applies to the epic film Grease after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. 
I'm Bill Ryder. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the free Odyssey app. Get on the Zone AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the Zone AutoZone restrictions apply. We were just talking a little James Harden and his situation in Philadelphia. Here are the odds that just came out, just got this sent to me from a sports book, of where James Harden will play his next team if and when he is traded. Clippers, 71.4%, the likely landing spot. But the Bulls at about 14%. The Rockets at 12.5%. The Knicks, oh my God, what a Knicks move that would be, at 10%. And the Heat at 9%. Now I'm told, I actually haven't checked on this in about a week, but I had been told about a week ago that the Heat had not had any serious conversations for him and did not anticipate bringing James Harden in. Oh, my God. If, if The Knicks make so much sense because, Tom, if the Knicks got Harden, Knicks fans would do nothing but talk about how they're now going to be able to push through and they're a contender. Harden would play really well in the regular season for stretches and then it would all fall apart. And Knicks fans, who had been blowing up my Twitter mentions, my X mentions forever, would mysteriously vanish. Doesn't bringing in James Harden negate the great season that Jalen Brunson had last year? It doesn't make sense on any level. He's also a defensive liability, right? And, and with what Tibbs does, you want to be able to play great defense and surround Brunson with other guys who are 3 and D guys and play D, but, but don't lose sort of the the focus on that end. He's just, look, man, forget all that. He's a loser in the postseason. He does, That's the crazy thing. The Sixers have to have him. The Clippers won, but not enough to spend highly. You, He is a trap door. He is fine to stand on until you get to the point that matters, and then he pulls the lever on himself, and you all fall through the floor. It ain't going to work. You're not going to win an NBA championship with James Harden. People get tantalized by his talent. Like, there's no questioning. And I know he's getting up there in age. He's 34, almost 35 now, I think. But, like, he's still talented. Like, he led the league in assists. Like, he's... He, yeah, yeah he's, a lot of people are talented. Okay? Ryan Leaf was talented. Oh, poor Ryan Leaf. Picking on Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf was talented. Jamarcus Russell was talented, right? Like, talent's fine. And you're right, he can execute it to a certain level. There's an interesting prototype of of athlete, and I think it's more on display now because the expectations are... When you make tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, you are paid that money expected to win. And I'm not trying to take money out of somebody's pocket or, or say, because you're wealthy, therefore you suck. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, in America, for the most part, if you're paid a lot of money, you're expected to perform. Right, you're a CEO. If you're the CEO of Walmart, what goes on? Even the CEO of Target, that you can both have pretty good years for your companies. You're competing, but you you can both succeed. The only way to succeed in an in an NFL game or an NBA game is to win a championship. That that's it. Like that's or get maybe make the championship game slash series. And some of these guys just can't handle it. Aren't aren't able to handle it. That's massive pressure. And that prototype, super talented person who gets paid because they're outstanding, and you understand the siren song of their ability, but they let you down when it matters most. Harden is Kirk Cousins, by the way. I, it's in, Kirk Cousins playing tonight, Monday Night Football game, Niners. That game's in Minnesota, right? Niners at Vikings, if I've got that right. You do. No Debo Samuel for yep. San Francisco. Christian McCaffrey is questionable, although it feels like but, he's going to play. 
you still have Kittle out there too, and it, it is a good test for Brock Purdy. I'm kind of glad. What I actually hope is is that with Debo gone, I hope there's a couple weapons, but not too many, because I do think Brock Purdy is more than capable of showing people he can still be effective without all of those super weapons. Who is better? Who is a better version of this prototype? This sort of talented, unsuccessful postseason player, or however you want to say it. James Harden or, or Kirk Cousins? I guess James Harden is the more successful version. MVP, sure thing, Hall of Famer. Kirk Cousins isn't a Hall of Famer, is he? People will make the case he is because of his numbers. He's no, not. but it's funny. I was going to say Kirk Cousins. Were you? Yeah, not, not as a Hall of Famer, just more successful at it than James Harden. He, I mean, he plays a more... I mean, the quarterback position is more important than any single NBA player outside of four or five guys, right? Four or five guys, maybe in the NBA, can dictate your terms. But outside that, it's it's about QB play. All right, fun show, good show. Thanks to Pretty Daddy. And by the way, good for Tom. Believing in true love and Kelsey and Taylor Swift. That's, that's beautiful. We'll keep the beauty going tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.